Welcome, friends, to Ots Tyrion. As you know, every now and again, we have a conversation that uh, is just a little bit extra, just like us. And today's conversation, <laughs> listen, we are here to talk Paris Hilton, but as a serious musical artist. Mm -hmm. Any objections, Jordan? No objections whatsoever, Sam. As you just pointed out right before we started recording, um, we are going to start off today with a topic that you have your PhD in. I I went to school for this. Yes. I graduated with distinction for this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. I wore that all the special things. Yeah. You yes. I gave my speech cords. in Paris Hilton. Yeah. Um, and, and, and here's the thing, friends. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, what? <laughs> or, oh, I love that song in Promising Young Woman. But here's yes, the thing. That is what people are thinking. Paris Hilton has so much more to offer mm -hmm. than just Stars Are Blind. And I would argue, actually, an entire discography of songs that are superior to Stars Are Blind. Now, how how long is the discography? What is the what is the depth of the Paris Hilton discography, Sam? We're gonna go so deep. Yeah. So deep. Because here's the thing. It started off with her release uh, in 2006, mm -hmm. you know, and we thought, okay, but guess what? She never stopped making music. Right. Now, Paris Hilton has transitioned to being the world's biggest DJ. I'm just kidding. I don't know if she is the biggest DJ, but I know she but makes a ton of money doing she it. Is, she, is, she is an in-demand DJ. She's she an is in -demand a DJ, DJ that commands a high quote. Yes. And so I would like to... Put us in a time machine mm -hmm. and travel back to the year 2006. What a time. I mean, what are we doing every episode of, if not that? And and what are we gathered specifically? How do you want, how are we framing this conversation of Paris Hilton here today, Sam? I want to do something for you, friends. Yes, I want to give you public service. a Paris Hilton mix CD. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be in the right order. Crucial. It's it, because... Well, I'm actually working backwards, so I mean, technically, if you're going to put it in the right order, you have to do it the other way around. But okay. I'm giving you my countdown, my mm -hmm. top 10 Paris Hilton songs mm -hmm. that are not Stars Are Blind. <laughs> this is exactly, the, like you said, you know, oh, I love that song from Promising Young Woman. This is, people need the compliment. This is the public service list that goes up on the entertainment website after the movie comes out, where you say, if you liked that song, let us direct you to more things. Click on this art article, would you please? And here's what I'm going to tell you. If you didn't like Stars Are Blind, keep listening. Mm-hmm. I'm going to change your life. specifically for people who did not love Stars Are Blind and felt so like gonna, that moment left them behind. I'm going I'm to confess something. All mm -hmm. right? Uh, Stars Are Blind came out. I was so ready to love it. I was mm -hmm. working at Borders. I put the CD in. You know, we had a six CD changer. It's very important yes. um, that you know it held six <laughs> uh, and put them on shuffle all day. So one of them was Ashley Simpson, by the way, which stayed on rotation for a year and a half, thanks <laughs> to me. <laughs> oh, exclusively it, to you. A I want to hear a Lala 10 times a day. A Sam Weinman exclusive. A Sam Weinman exclusive. <laughs> so obviously when Paris Hilton came up, I had I knew I was going to love it. And I heard Stars Are Blind and I was like, oh, fuck. Mm, okay. I okay, really, interesting. It, it just didn't do it for me. But I saw everybody else was feeling it, and I knew there would be something more. And the, I worked at a gay club at the time that was having a special Paris Hilton themed night to like debut this album. Okay. And so, you know, there were uh, life size cardboard cutouts of Paris Hilton, and they were playing tracks from the album before anybody else. And I came as a joke. And guess what? <laughs> I was fucking wrong. So, <laughs> buckle up, friends. 
we are we are gonna go full Hilton right now. Yeah, it's the full Hilton experience. It's the Hilton deep dive. So we're gonna start with track number ten, mm-hmm. Jealousy. Okay. Now, Jealousy is a track from her album. Um, her initial album, it's self-titled, Paris, um, I think. We can fact check that. Or yeah. somebody can tweet me. Um, <laughs> Jealousy is from her 2006 debut album. Okay. It is a song that is, I, I would say, not well sung. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it has a line that gets stuck in my head all the time. It's like, I thought you were my best friend. (laughs) (laughs) With the growl purr. The forever growl purr. Forever growl purring. And here's the thing. She's singing about Nicole Richie. So what she's giving you is is all tea. Is it a diss track? It is a diss track. Okay, and so here's where is the this thing. In relation then to when did Simple Life come out then? Uh, so 2000, well, end of 2004 was Simple Life. Technically, like the December, I think. So it was like 2005, really. Simple Life, 2005 brought us uh, like Simple Life's big, like biggest stuff. Yeah. It ha- also had so okay. Actually, you know what? I have a timeline. <laughs> okay, good because I was wondering because if this is coming out in 2006 and she's already put a diss track down on an album about Nicole God, Richie. You know what? We no. are not yet that far removed from A Simple Life. That's quite the turnaround. Here's what I'm going to say. Also, weird that I have a timeline and this isn't staged. I wrote it for myself, so I'm just going to tell you. No, of course. Because <laughs> I never, that's, I want to keep track. That's you why know? we are, that's why we are the historians. Historians. Okay. So 2001 is when she does her cameo as herself in Zoolander. 2003 that's so december 3rd 2003 that's simple life mm. and it's just weeks after the um the sex tape that was released against her will and right. not ruled in her favor yes um in 2004 that's when the the sex tape sales actually like reached an all-time high and she tried to sue and it was thrown out of court which is fucking bonkers, bonkers. because it's her body and and she's visibly intoxicated yeah. it is just um there's it a is, lot to unpack there and it's upsetting i do i do remember um i didn't make it i don't make it a habit of finding uh celeb nudes or or watching leaked tapes this was i was college i believe that was freshman year i was i think to to the surprise of no one as far as context goes i was in a friend's uh room at his fraternity and a bunch of guys were huddled around a computer watching One Night in Paris. Makes sense. And I remember like being like, oh, okay, I'll go look at it. And nobody was, nope, they they obviously decided to watch it. And that's a choice. It wasn't like a whole scene around it. It wasn't like a beers and red cups and high-fiving thing. It was just like, what's this fucking about? And nobody was really like super engaged with it. But it like, I remember watching it and being very having a very strong feeling that this woman was not enjoying herself. It was like, I don't, this isn't, this doesn't feel like, there's nothing voyeuristically enjoyable about this. This isn't hot. This isn't sexy. This looks like somebody who's in their cups and is. Here's the thing. It it was fucking sad then. And it's fucking sad now. Yeah. And what I, what is difficult for me as somebody who was even alive then to understand is how it was so popular when it was so goddamn sad. Yep. Yeah. And and that Absolutely. honestly, that's 
That's the odds. Mm-hmm. Um, what I can tell you about her in 2004 is her paparazzi pictures were selling for between uh, 50000 and $1 million each that year. That's how big she was. Yeah. Um, in the fall of 2004, that's when her uh, fragrance came out, which mm-hmm. you know I own. You know I wore it for my birthday. You know yeah. we're doing Paris Hilton for men. It smells <laughs> like the bottom of a shoe on a dance floor. I love it. Um, it, it fun fact, uh, her 25 fragrances have made two point five billion dollars worldwide billion that's a billion with a b friends um so here's some things about 2004 paris that you may not know Mm. um she starred in nine lives so nine lives is a terrible horror movie with additional dialogue by tom mcrae who wrote everybody's talking about jamie the musical um she's on the cover of this dvd despite dying first and it was made in 2002 Mm-hmm. They, that was never going to see the light of day, but mm-hmm. capitalizing on the sex tape moment and the Simple Life burst, now Nine Lives is on the video store shelf. Yep. Um, it w- In 2005, that's when we get Carl's Jr. era Paris. Okay? Wow. So we're moving I mean, on. people say the word iconic, that's iconic. <laughs> that is. is- Truly. Jordan, what um tell me what was describe the commercial, if you will. I mean, that is Paris Hilton, if I if I'm remembering correctly, that is Paris Hilton slathered up, mm-hmm. washing a car. Yep. And she starts like in the way like no perhaps no burger, fast service burger establishment has had better burger styling than Carl's Jr. That really Fair. is visually where they lapped their competition. Like the 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 styling of a Carl's Jr. burger, I mean that thing, you need a whole open hand to hold it it is so full to the brim with trimmings and of course there is the signature if it doesn't get all over the place it doesn't belong in your face the sauce is dripping down and you get paris hilton taking that big bite out of a carl's jr burger getting the drip getting the drip down so in just a year Mm -hmm. paris hilton has gone from scandal to carl's jr celeb and not just carl's jr friends i mean what she is like the most famous person alive and that's just the reality of her existence Mm -hmm. um 2005 also brought house of wax yes the see paris die campaign now this is important this entire campaign was predicated on the fact that paris hilton would be murdered on screen in their movie. Yep. And we were to celebrate that. And Paris Hilton was to celebrate that by being in on the joke and being cool. Yeah. Um, they, they had chocolates at the premiere that were in the shape of Paris Hilton. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it was, by the way, fun fact uh, that was told to me by uh, the director of Hellbent, <laughs> who was there. So, Paul Etheridge, baby. He knows. These mm-hmm. must be facts. So, what we have in this moment is a society that's a little bit tired of Paris, mm-hmm. but also can't escape her because she is the most famous person alive. So she is both like loved and hated mm-hmm. at the same time by everyone. And I can't describe it any other way, which is like she's both the joke and the fantasy. She yeah. is she is on top and bottom. And mm-hmm. that is why, to me, the See Paris Die campaign spoke to queer people. Well, we and loved it because that was us. I think it's important too to know that like this is the era of David LaChapelle and like the hyper stylized 
photographs that he would take and there is that very famous that sort of era defining image of Paris Hilton wearing the um I think it's like a leather bikini that on either of the cups says eat the and then down across her vagina says rich so Mm -hmm. she is somebody who is fully like it is an era where we are fetishizing and so in love with excess and wealth and the mirrored Louis Vuitton bags and we love celebutants and we love socialites and we want money. There's an interesting dichotomy that happens in the Josh Schwartz like TV programming universe where in the early 2000s you have the OC which is telling us that money will save us and rich people will rescue us from the gutter and, and make us princes and princesses. <laughs> And then by the time that show ends and you have Gossip Girl rolling out, you have the anti-message of that. You have the inverse Mm -hmm. saying wealth is the vector. This is poisonous. This will kill you. But at the time, but at the time that rich people were going to save us, Paris Hilton was one of the rich women du jour. She was the really pioneering celebutant was sort of like Kim being very much a supporting character alongside her before she would come along and create the modern influencer economy as we know it today. You have Paris at once like embracing the wealth and the pageantry of it and then mocking people who would be like at a disadvantage to it with the eat the rich. And also by going and having a show like The Simple Life that puts like the less less advantaged on display and she is she is you have said this before she is the odds the odds are paris hilton paris hilton is the odds and then she also has she can go at at, she can go to at that time from being the face of carl's jr in this iconic series of ads to being the face for guests by marciano in Mm -hmm. another iconic series of ads she can skip into any any space that she wants to yep. and exist successfully. And that is something that not everybody got to do. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's important to note that it's Paris doing it because yep. Paris Hilton is leaning into the drag character that she has created for herself um, in doing Simple Life. Completely. Now, one last interesting point of note Gottmik in the uh, latest season of Drag Race did Paris Hilton as a character. And in mm. the first two seconds of, of his Snatch Game, and uh, in the first two seconds, is using a regular voice and then is like, oh, is the camera on? And then immediately turns on the Paris Hilton voice uh-huh. for the rest of the sketch. Completely That's the joke. Different. I'm so happy to be here. My goodness, your voice changed just then when you found out that we were on camera. You're so obsessed with me, it's everything. I kind of am obsessed. Mm-hmm. And queer people have been in on the joke since then. To mm-hmm. us, Paris Hilton has always been drag. See Paris die was an expression that we related to. It was that feeling that we are a part of, but we're hated. In the aughts, it, it really was queer people. It, it, we, we played the aughts for queer folks as if we had done all this solving of homophobia and we hadn't done any of it. Yes. We were allowed to be a part of things. We were in the stories, but we were dying first. Mm-hmm. We were um, the butt end of a joke. And it was like none of the healing had been done, but we were all pretending like it had. Mm-hmm. That's Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. It's just she's everything at the same time. Yeah. So I know for me, I logged onto that website and I tried to buy a Sea Paris Die shirt unsuccessfully. <laughs> so thank you, Jordan, for my Sea Paris Die shirt yes. that you bought for me. A recreation for my of a recreation of Sea Paris Die. We are both now proud owners of that. A perfect gift. The last thing I'll wrap up to set up 2006 Paris Hilton is just that um, the House of Wax campaign included MySpace exclusive photos and videos because MySpace was one year old. There was no Facebook. There was no Twitter. So I want to put that in perspective, friends. Mm. One year old MySpace 
had fake profiles for the characters in this movie. That's like a thing. Mm -hmm. So that's the world we're living in as far as access to people go. So just seeing Paris is going to be in a movie meant we get to access her. Yeah. And that brought people in. Now, not a lot of people because the movie, like, "Hmm, did it do well? I don't know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Comparably. Should have done way better. Should have um, done was... way better. Has had a much richer, I think, extended life. Now, Paris has had a complicated relationship with queer folks for a while because there have been things that she has and hasn't done. But I think overall, to me, she has still been an ally. And that was the year she was the uh, Grand Marshal of LA's 35th Pride. <laughs> and was I there? Yes. Was she wearing a skinned Muppet as an outfit? Absolutely. Wow. You had to feed that outfit. It was like, <laughs> find a picture. Um, so uh, then her her book comes out in the fall, Your Paris or Your Heiress Diary. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, because that's the follow-up to her version of like her actual book. This is the this is the one you just write in. Yeah, I have it. It's an actual Paris Hilton diary. I've got it. <laughs> and then then at the end of this, at the end of 2005, um, The Simple Life is canceled after three seasons when Paris and Nicole split. Right. Enter track number 10 on my countdown, Jealousy. So in 2006, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I have, I have brought it all back. No, it's in- really like, it's really, it's just that you know that like when you're going to do like a specialized deep dive, it's the Rachel Maddow show deep dive version where there's the 20 minute A block where we have to establish all the historical perspective to then arrive oh at the God. 2021 assertion. It's the same thing. You're the Rachel Maddow show. Um, of, thank you. Of Ox history. Yes. And also yes. thank you for asking. I'm happy to share it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this journey. Uh, so we've got Nicole Richie, her best friend on the mm-hmm. show um, and in real life, supposedly. But, you know, we see them go out. But do we? We see her with Britney Spears a little bit more. But I'm just right. saying. Okay. So we've got this massive split that was a huge topic. And everybody wanted to know. But they were kind of tight-lipped about it-ish. Mm. Um, then this song comes out. Let me read you some of the lyrics. <laughs> okay. I thought you were my best friend. I felt we'd be together till the end. You're not the girl I once knew. Tell me where she is, because she's not you. <laughs> but but my favorite part is actually the yes. chorus. It goes, jealousy, jealousy, jealousy. It's such an evil thing to watch someone like you. <laughs> oh, oh. Read her. Uh, that was a twist. That's the I didn't. Chorus. To watch, it's an evil thing to watch someone like you. Who saw it going there? I didn't. Not I. She's not, not even I. like. She's not even like we were fighting. We broke up. She's like, mm, she's jealous of me and evil. Yeah, okay. that's just like that's all. She just she just said fuck you. She just said fuck her. Like that, so. If you're that's a fan it. of a so bad it's good ballad, jealousy is for you. But I'm actually gonna take you to the club right now for number nine. Uh huh. Because here's an absolute bop. It is 2006's. Turn it up. Okay? Um, yes. She's going to make me scream. Mm. She's going to... She is one, wants to cause a riot. Mm-hmm. Make a lot of noise. I don't want to be quiet. <laughs> don't be quiet. Girl, and this, quiet. you can actually... If you listen to it, you hear this as the reference for um, uh, the Shit's Creek song. Um, a little bit of Lexus? A little bit of Lexus, yeah. <laughs> it is. It actually comes from... It, I mean, it, it really is this, this intro. It's like... So... Wow. And also, um, I used a sample from that in our theme song. Among how there. many samples are there in our theme I song? I think 30-something. 
<laughs> 15 seconds of of relentless sampling 15 perfect seconds the entire thing is just different aughts uh samples to bringing you bringing you love and joy um works every truly. time for me uh so if you want to turn it up turn it up mm-hmm. uh it's it's legit good um track number eight mm-hmm. i'm gonna give you i need you now this song is from 2018 okay it's for her darling, Chris Zilka. Oh, yes. Who she's no there longer together with. There was an engagement. There was an engagement. They were engaged. Chris mm-hmm. Zilka, who you may know from my Super Psycho Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. Who you should One, know. two, and partially three. Yes. And I will say, maybe a perfect human. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to throw that around. I don't know him. <laughs> okay. But it's so, like an informed guess, as you give an, an informed guess. Uh, yes. And so I Need You is a really fun, um, I don't know if you, have you, you've seen Grease too, right? Yes. You know that I'll be your girl for all seasons? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is like that. Like, it's like, the the lyrics are, I want to put the happy in your birthday. I want to be the merry in your Christmas. Oh, and she right. goes through every holiday <laughs> an excuse to celebrate. It is, and it is camp, and it is perfect. <laughs> it is like, I I didn't know that, I, when I heard the song in 2018, I said, she's still got it. Right, yeah, yeah. You know but what I mean? She's still on the map. Like, she's maybe, got it. Maybe you're not looking at the map, but there she is right there. Now, I'm throwing it to 2019 now for number seven. I think it, it's so important that people know that this is the time, this is the time span of what we're talking about here. She has been doing this now for 15 years well no in 2019 at that point it was uh 13 years 13 years yeah but listen it's 15 now friends yeah who knows she didn't she didn't formally retire she didn't say she's done yet and we want another album okay (laughs) all right just throwing out there um so track number seven is lone wolves i'm gonna tell you why okay it is a ripoff of sophie tucker's best friend (laughs) Oh wow! So is if it, you is like, it doing like global beats? It is. Too? It's the same shit. I'm telling you. <laughs> it and it even has the same rhythm, like da 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 da. Yeah, like you know, like don't you want to make all that shit? It's the same. It's like I don't know how she didn't know. Right, it's so yeah. it's so the same that it's shocking. Um, the audacity, the the gall, the gumption. I love it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So um, so here's the here's the here's the we're like lone wolves in the disco, lone wolves in the discotheque. We got this place to the neck. Maybe I just want your sex. <laughs> Listen, maybe it like, ends on a fuck she's the pondering a question. Yeah. Right. Maybe I just want your sex. Okay, so well, and I think this is I think this is a good interjection point to talk about something that is persistently fascinating to me, which is Paris is almost asexual presence in our popular culture. Tell me everything. Like the the way in which like I have likened her previously to like she's like Kylie in Mean Girls, the little sister Kylie in Mean Girls, 
who's always dancing to Milkshake by Khalees. Yes. And, you they, uh, you know, anytime they walk through the living room, there's Kylie dancing to Milkshake. And it's this little girl, like, parroting these very erotic movements that she sees from Khalees in this music video. And nobody, like, seems to care. And it's just this blithe, like, oh, hi, Kylie. And she just keeps, like, dancing. And yes. it's funny, and it's a bit. And it's also like, oh, look at this thing. Look what kids do. Like, look at the things kids have access to. And so... I see Paris as kind of that, like having like that sex tape in my mind still as well. Like watching that and seeing her as, as such a non-participant in um, the sexual activity that was happening in that tape in, and just so dispassionate and so just disengaged from what's going on and and seeing how her pre like her, her sort of drag presence yes um, this drag of a person there's so much sort of lacquer and sheen over her at all times everything she does feels like performance of self and the yes. performance of sex the performance of sensuality she couldn't be less interested couldn't in be sex. like that's like it doesn't for for all of the sex we project to her yes she, she is, just seems deeply uninterested in it as a public performance. Private life, who knows? But it's uh, yeah. not something that she has ever, it's not something that she has ever woven into her brand in the way that, <clears throat> you know, not to say that Britney had this choice, but in the way that was very intrinsic to Britney's identity as 16 years old and baby one more time. There was a very provocative oh presence and energy told- about Britney Spears and the way she could furtively look at a camera and Britney's Britney's we can do a whole mini sode and we should on Britney's camera face at some point and just wow. how singular yeah. and expressive it is Paris Hilton has none of that material connection ability through the lens and seemingly no desire to do it it's always just it's like watching a mannequin and i don't see that as a pejorative it's like watching someone who knows how to style the mannequin and then presenting herself in these sort of static ways for consumption and there's just absolutely nothing sensual even when she's saying or maybe i just want your sex maybe it's so it's yeah it's it's just conceptual it's sex as conceptual here's the thing you brought up Britney Spears as a comparison, and that's perfect because Britney Spears is another fellow growl purr. But Britney's yes. growl purr oh. is like almost a sexual moan that she didn't yes. realize was sexual. Mm-hmm. And Paris Hilton's growl purr is like, oh, is she a kitten? Yeah, is that a, is that a human? <laughs> is that an effect? Am I there hearing is, an it's, effect? Yes. I mean, the, as we know, grave robber. Oh, like, yes. As we know, but there is, there is something like, it's it, it, there's an erotic presence yes. about Britney Spears that I don't think erotica is a label one could ever apply to the vast spectrum of media output of Paris Hilton throughout her existence in our consciousness. This is a perfect transition to Even number six in on my countdown. The Carl's Jr. advertisement. For number six, I've got Screwed. It is a song about wanting to fuck someone and just like being like, you know what? Uh, since I'm already screwed, I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> like you let you you showed your hand. The, I mean, the lyrics are, since I'm already screwed, here's a message to you. My heart's wide open. Oh, okay. So it's actually, it's like, it starts out like like you're thinking screwed like this is a song about sex 
Right. No friends. Her heart is wide open. Right. She's already um, she, like sort of hopelessly in the bag for this person. She's so not listen, getting through to the lover it. in you. Yeah. Um, but she's still hoping. It also has like my favorite rhythm. Like it, I, I, I'm a sucker for anything with that. Like give me a double clap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, that, so this song is an Thank absolute you, joy. Thank you, yes. Dua Lipa. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, who invented it? So, yeah, you know. Oddly. Um, it, it, crazy that this time machine brought us back to a uh, person co-opting then. Uh, mm. Okay, so number five, turn you on. This is this is our bisexual queen, Paris Hilton. Oh, okay. What, turn you on. Now, uh, you will also hear a sample of this <laughs> in our in our theme song. Oh, good. <laughs> it opens up. It the the, the lyrics here are. Uh, girls and boys are looking at me. I can't blame them because I'm sexy. Mm. Now, now here's the thing. She is a bisexual friendly Paris Hilton, but this still feeds to your asexual argument, Jordan, because she says they're looking at me. I don't blame them. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, not interested in engaging. No. But she is like, welcome women. Welcome men. Yeah. I am queer friendly. Like, behold me. Like, feast your eyes. I don't mind. But there's no entreaty. There. The entire song is an acknowledgement that she's turning you on. <laughs> yeah. And that's why the song is called Turn You On. Right, it is not yeah. about her connection to it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And it's fucking beautiful. It's so fun. <laughs> well, and what and year is Turn You On? 2006. 2006, okay. You, and so Turn You On is on the same album as Turn It Up. Oh, okay. Don't get them confused or always get them confused. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That sounds like, yeah. The A lot of turning. And if you have ADHD, <laughs> forget it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, number four is a very special song for me. Okay. It's called Heartbeat. Okay. Are we it's... are we up-tempo here? Are we down-tempo here? Friend, it's a, it's a loving, caring ballad. <laughs> yeah. It is, it's like a little bit, it sounds like um, it's sampling um, that song that was in uh, Romeo and Michelle. God, what was that really fun song? Time that they After Time? Them? Yes. Yeah, it's like okay. sampling Time After Time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and but it, but it's made into a ballad with like a heartbeat as the rhythm. Okay. Um, but like if like you were anxious, I think. Okay. Because um, like it, it doesn't, yeah, it feels like you might need to get that checked out. Um, <laughs> and so <laughs> here's, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to set the stage before I before I actually fully mic drop this because you're going to fucking, I hope you're sitting. Okay, okay um, good. The lyrics are, I can feel the other half of my heartbeat. Mm-hmm. It's so sweet lying here with you. It is just, it is such a nice sentiment. It's very sentimental. I have a couple questions. Um, how do you feel the other half of your heartbeat? Right. What? Where were you losing it before? Like half I, of it. What, mm-hmm. And it's it just it when you start to think of the metaphor, your brain will hurt. So don't right. do it. Is just, it like a? Is it like a? There, like there should be a dun 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 dun. And she was only hearing dun dun. And then like uh, that other person was a compliment. Wait, like, but what if she was hearing dun? You know, the second one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What if? That what if it was the other half of her heartbeat? <laughs> yeah. Either exactly. way, it's a problem. She should get checked out. Yes. So yes. thank God she met this person mm-hmm. who allowed her to feel it again. Yes. Um, 
because <laughs> there's a word for that. Uh, anyways, so uh, I told my boyfriend that we obviously have to walk down the aisle to this. And he said, how many songs are we going to walk down the aisle to? Because there's not that much time. <laughs> that does. I do bet you have raised that as a suggestion for many songs. Now that yeah, I'm hearing that. It's, that it's a long sense. list. And, it, and this <laughs> is this a is long a, aisle. It's it's its own mini-sode. <laughs> it's its own football field. But like, listen, it's, it's wouldn't we rather... It's a hundred meter... It's a, it's a hundred yard march. We're walking all day. Because here's the thing. Nobody wants to hear what that priest has to say. You know what I mean? Come Absolutely on. Absolutely That's the boring part. Yeah. Okay, so um, the special thing that you need to know about Heartbeat is this year, Paris mm-hmm. Hilton put out a music video for it. That's right. That's so this right. is the song that like... 15 years later, uh-huh. here she is. Yes. I think, and by the way, not a remix, not an <laughs> right? adjustment, was- not a radio edit. She's like, you remember that song on that one album? <laughs> I'm rich. Here's a music video. I got around to it. And yeah. I've done it. My quarantine project lately was making a video for this. Some people baked bread. Yes. Some people found the activist in themselves and went to the streets, you know? Yeah. Paris Hilton made a music video for Heartbeat. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. Make the rest. Don't stop now, Paris. Right. Like, if you're Give gonna, us like, Turn if, You On. Give yeah. us Turn It Up. Give it all of it. Do the visual album if you're going to do that. Release I want the, the visual album. I want the whole thing. Drop it. Stop sitting on this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Give um, us the Paris versions, much like Taylor is giving us the Taylor yes, version. Yes. Own it. Um, okay. Number three, obviously, is Zydrate Anatomy, 2008, oh from Repose Genetic Opera. What a fucking moment. Sweet is addicted to the night. That is the it is the, that is the best song it is. in Repo Genetic Opera. That Hands song down. if I was I'll play, if I was driving and I had the radio on, I would turn that fucking up. Zydrate Anatomy is a banger. And it she is. is so perfect in it. She is exactly fuck whatever you think about Paris Hilton Chantusay. Like she is perfectly cut out for her part in Zydrate Anatomy. Could not be better. And here's the thing about Zydrate Anatomy. It's not like her lyrics are great. It's like grave robber, grave robber. Sometimes I wonder why I even bother. But when Paris Hilton says it, it is beautiful. It is. It is tormented. It's psychosexual. She's giving us death. She's giving us life. Sick. Like it's all of it. It is. And she... It, that too is one of those as she is performing that song, um, where th- I think that's Taryn Sedanich, um, who who plays who plays the grave robber and the drug pusher. Um, it is that is a all time moment in a Paris performance of sex. That is an all time. It's it's like somebody who doesn't engage in sex observing our customs from afar and being like, oh, okay, I'm gonna do that, and then like doing their best impression. Of sex, and, and in it, the case of this, where someone is a product, like the whole point of her, her of Am, what is it, Amber? Is that her name? Amber. Yes. Amber the whole Sweet. point. Amber She's addicted Sweet. to the knife. Addicted She's addicted to the, to the knife. 
the whole point of Amber Sweet is that she's a creation. She's artificial. She's basically like a fucking cyborg at this point because she's been cut apart and stitched back together so many times. She's playing so a meta the, version of herself. Exactly. Or an the extrapolated version. The artificialness of Paris and the pure artifice of Amber Sweet are a mm-hmm. perfect marriage. And friends, if you like this conversation, I encourage you to go back to season one and listen to Jordan have this conversation with BJ Colangelo, who is yep. incredible. And the whole episode is worth it. So it is. Do it. Um, and I know what you're thinking. You're like, okay, Zydrate Anatomy is so good. What could possibly be spots two and one? Seriously, these top because, two spots. Listen, I know. And I am going to change your life. Okay. Number two, 2019's best friend's ass. (laughs) I love how many surprises there are in this conversation. Best and it's like that's I'm assuming that's there's a possessive, there's an apostrophe in friends. Because like my best friends. Yes, like fuck boys everywhere trying to make a pass, but I can't stop looking at my best friend's ass. I mean, that's not, I mean, I don't know how many, how specific she gets about pronouns in the song, but that's not, not a bisexual anthem. No, it is because, it is absolutely because her best friend is like, it, there's a woman singing the second part in the song. This song is about going to, a, going out and being like, you know what? These men, I guess are interesting, but I can't stop wanting to fuck the girl I brought here. Fuck, boys everywhere trying to make a pass, but I can't stop looking at my best friend's ass. This this is Slizzy. This is like this is Sizzy Rocket. Um, best friend. And this the chorus, is I want to fuck my best friend. She made some promises in 2006 that paid off in 2019. Okay, girls and boys are looking at her. Now she's now now it's her best yep. friend's ass. Um, okay, so <clears throat> I'm thrilled for her for that. I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know how. I, I, I was like, God, I really, how, what's gonna come in hot after Zydra? I, I Here's get the it. thing, though, Jordan. I get it. I understand. You haven't heard it yet, and when you go to edit this episode and yes. you listen to what a fucking bop this song is, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna be like, Why didn't everybody play it, friends? This is not me ironically loving something. This is not yeah. me going, Ooh, trash. I am telling you, this is your new favorite song. You're going to be mad you didn't know about it in 2019. You're going to be mean, you're, pissed you're off. A, you're, a, you're a gay man. It is your like biological imperative to know these songs. If you to know if you, what the real listen, bops are. And, and, I, and I forgive you. Okay. In <laughs> advance. Like, I know. I know. Don't be hard on yourself that you mm-hmm. missed this. Just live it. Love it. Tweet it. Share it with a friend. Do yeah, your part to make this song and this world a better place. Okay, best so friend's ass. best friend's ass. Oh, I, <laughs> God, this just reminds me because it's the same kind of setup. It's it's like Lone Wolves era, numbers okay. our, our, our number seven track. Mm-hmm. I forgot to tell you, the thing that's great about the music video is it's um it's basically Neon Demon. Okay, so it's oh, just like, it, 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 it's like two models on this, on this Neon Demon shoot. So yes. I'm just th- I'm throwing it out there. Okay, so number one. Okay. Any Paris Hilton fan out there? Who's listening to this already knows what number one is. Okay, I'm. I really. I hope people interact with us on this because I want to hear from the people if they instinctually are like, "No, I knew exactly what you were gonna say." This is, without a doubt, her best song. It's 2006. Should have been the lead single. Okay. Nothing in this world. 
Now, you know, like Screwed and a number a uh, number of her songs, it's another song encouraging a guy to cheat, but hear me out. <laughs> it is a perfect pop song. And the video is incredible. There's this like little kid who's getting bullied and she like comes alive from like the pages of a magazine oh. to like be his girlfriend to like get the to to show the other bullies up. If there's if that's not queer, come on. I mean, if the babysitter had been made in 2006, Paris Hilton would have been Samara Weaving's character. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, in I I, I do want to say in Nothing in This World, she says the whole thing like about guys committing suicide for her or whatever. If okay, she walks yeah. away, this has a little bit of a sequel because it's like most guys would die. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and it's okay. like. Yeah, but she knows her worth. Here's the thing. She knows that the stakes are life or death. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, That's it. Um, nothing in this world. It's a lot of fun. The video's great. And um, while my best friend's ass is, yes, that is a banger. Nothing in this world is just a little slice of 2006 that feels exactly like that moment. Oh, when you hear the song, you're like, terrible. this is it. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll also tell you, I collect all of, um, obviously, collect all of Paris Hilton's music on vinyl. Nothing say, in this do world. Do you have all, like, what, what are you lacking in vinyl on it's vinyl this. for Paris? I have, I, I have everything that has been released to vinyl except for nothing in this world i cannot find it it was a single of hers it was so that's why but i can't Uh find it so um someday i will complete the collection with (laughs) nothing in this world it is that is my one missing thing that is it's so it's so crucial that the the top two the one two punch are a 2019 and a 2006 like hey fyi bookended it versatility yep Yep. This is then what she's and, capable of. Then and now. And you count, you slept on it. You forgot about it. You didn't investigate it. But guess what? We're, we're not even doing, because like we did Allie and AJ, it was Allie and AJ deep cuts. This is just top 10 Paris. This is, here it is. Take yeah. it or take it. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. you're <laughs> not it. leaving it. You'd yeah, be an idiot. Not, not take it or leave it. Take it or leave. Yeah, take, take it, it or, or fi- unsubscribe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Leave a leave a bad review if you that, if you don't want to yeah. take it. If you don't like it, you tell it to the review section because we don't give a fuck about those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. We're exactly. kind of we're just having too much fun. I am so much more enriched knowing this about, and I cannot wait to assemble this episode to stitch each each to hear each of these songs and stitch parts of them into this i can't wait for the text messages you are going to send me as you discover who paris hilton really is i'm gonna make sure too that i don't skip ahead like i'm gonna i'm gonna listen to them as i find them for the order of the episode i'm not just gonna get off here and go listen to best friend's ass i'm gonna like go in order so it can be a real build-up i love that for you because when it gets there you're gonna explode you might not live (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I honestly I'm a little worried I'm excited that it's gonna happen <laughs> let's see how it plays out <laughs> 